All right, the book of Matthew will be in the book of Matthew, chapter number 24. Matthew, chapter number 24. And we look forward to a good time in the Bible tonight and a good Sunday as we're into the month of October. And uh, the weather feels a little bit nice. Did you notice that today? And uh, uh, I was waiting for it to start snowing, but it didn't. Um, so, uh, but uh, it's, it's a nice time of year, getting towards the end of the year, especially in 2020. That's, that's quite an accomplishment, uh, getting down to the end of the year. And uh, we look forward to seeing how uh, God uh, leads in the next uh, several weeks. Of course, a couple of big things coming up. Our conference, the last, starting the last Sunday of October, uh, and I'll start saying more and more about that each uh, service to get us ready for that. And I'm excited about that. I'm excited about all the guests that will be coming in. And then just following that, of course, is the election. And so I want you to continue to be praying for uh, our nation and praying that uh, God would uh, just continue to intercede. Um, there's a lot to be concerned about. There's a lot to be optimistic about. And so certainly uh, we want to do our part. One thing I was thinking uh, this morning, early this morning, uh, before the last election, there was, seems to be there was a lot more praying going on than before this election. And um, obviously, uh, we like the president that God gave us last time a lot better than the possibility that we had. Um, but I don't want us as God's people to just assume uh, that uh, because, um, you know, I know which president we deserve. And that's not the one I want us to have. Um, and so if you think of uh, uh, righteousness or sin being a reproach to any people. And so I'm just saying, let's pray. Um, I don't believe fake polls. I don't believe we're talking about fake news tonight. I don't believe any of that. But at the same time, I want us to continue to be praying because uh, uh, it's a pivotal time in our nation right now. And uh, there's a great divide, and it's not Republican and Democrat. It's good and evil. And uh, it's God and Satan. That's the divide. And uh, it's on display for us. And so uh, to be praying for our nation. Uh, tonight, I'm going to uh, bring a little bit unusual study, but I think it's important. And I'll give you the title. It's Fake News is Not New. Uh, and so uh, we're going to look at the subject of fake news tonight. Uh, one thing, one principle that will help you as a Christian, it helps me, I live by it, if not daily, weekly basis. Uh, the, 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 the principle found in the book of Ecclesiastes, there's no new thing under the sun. No matter if it's 2020, there's nothing we face now, there's not already a precedent for it. And so we can go to the Word of God. Satan's not going to invent anything new. He can just, he's just going to package it in a way. Um, history repeats itself. And so, uh, and so I, I, that helps. And so things we deal with now, they're not new to God. They're not new to the world. And so uh, we're going to look at this tonight. The next few Wednesday nights, I'll probably just pick some subjects like this next uh, Wednesday night. I'm thinking about teaching on uh, worshiping the God of reputation. And uh, that, that'll, that'll get you thinking for this week because uh, man gets things backwards uh, when it comes to that. And I think it would help uh, a lot of uh, self-righteous Christians even when it comes to our president. Uh, but that'll be for uh, next week. Uh, let's look at uh, Matthew chapter number 24. And let's look at verses 4 and 5. Has the cold weather got you kind of asleep tonight? Did you, did you get you got your coffee with you? Oh, no. Okay, good. Uh, Matthew chapter number 24, verse number 4. Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed, in other words, pay attention, that no man deceive you. 
I'm going to make a point at the end of the Bible study, Lord willing, if I don't, if I don't forget, but I'm going to make a point that anybody who's deceived is their fault. Uh, this subject of fake news that's around, and fake news is not new, we have the responsibility not to be deceived. Um, you say, well, well, Satan certainly is to blame when he deceived Eve because he, he does what he does. But Eve knew better. She should not have been deceived. Adam should not have been deceived. Uh, and so Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. Verse 5, For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. Christ says, Pay attention so that you're not deceived. Because there's going to come many who try to deceive you. And so tonight we're going to look at that subject. Fake news is not new. Uh, I'm going to pray, and then after I pray, I have a uh, fairly lengthy introduction, probably 20 verses of Scripture or so that I'm going to read. We're not going to take time to turn there because we just don't have time. I will give you the reference, and then at the end I'll make four statements uh, that I think will help us. And so we look at this subject of fake news is not new. Father, I pray that you'll help us tonight. May we look for the answers to life in the Bible. May we look at what's going on in our world and look in the Bible uh, for the answer. May we be reminded that nothing that takes place today catches you off guard. Uh, you are very aware of the world we live in. You're very aware of the things we deal with. And because of your provision, you have provided us uh, a roadmap of how to deal with the world we live in today. May your people, by your word, uh, be more prepared to uh, be faithful to you, to be a witness, and not to be deceived by this world. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. In the Garden of Eden, Satan used fake news to entice Adam and Eve. You remember that story, Genesis chapter number 3? Ye will, ye will be as gods. Uh, when Nehemiah was leading the people in the rebuilding of the wall, fake news was a part of the plan to discourage them. Joseph was a victim of fake news when he was uh, convicted uh, of, of, uh, against, his, against Potiphar's wife. Fake news once again surfaced when the 12 spies returned from the promised land. Ten of them brought a report of fake news. Their exaggerated reports of the dangers in Canaan led to the discouragement of God's people, bringing about 40 years of wandering in the wilderness. Our text tonight, Matthew 24, 4 and 5, Jesus says, Take heed or pay attention that no man deceive you, because many are going to come, even in his name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. Matthew 24, 11 says, And many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. Matthew 24, verse 23 through 26. And if any man shall say unto you, Lo, here is Christ, or there, believe it not. For there shall arise false Christs and false prophets, and shall show great signs and wonders, insomuch that if it were possible, <clears throat> they shall deceive the very elect. Behold, I have told you before, wherefore, if they shall say unto you, Behold, he is in the desert, go not forth. Behold, he is in the secret chambers, believe it not. Mark 13, 21 through 23. And then if any man shall say to you, Lo, here is Christ, or lo, he is there, believe him not. For false Christ and false prophets shall rise and shall show signs and wonders to seduce, if it were possible, even the elect. But take ye heed, behold, I have foretold you all things. Listen to Luke 21, verse 7 and 8. And they asked him, saying, Master, but when shall these things be, and what sign will there be when these things shall come to pass? And he said, Take heed that ye be not deceived. 
For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and the time draweth near. Go ye not therefore after them. Uh, Jesus is reminding his disciples that there will be some who are, no, are lying, and their point, their purpose is to deceive. If he reminds his disciples that there are some who are going to come to deceive, we need to be reminded that they are some who exist just to deceive. The Bible reveals in Revelation that fake news will lead people to believe the devil rather than the Lord. Have you ever asked the question, how can people believe what, what, you, what, what you hear on the news? How can people believe what this person says when there's evidence contrary to it? How can people believe that what, what, what is being said uh, when it, does, it goes against all logic, all common sense, goes against facts? How do people just ignore that and believe? Well, Jesus told us over and over again that there are going to become some, some come that they believe. People are going to believe. And in the book of Revelation, we're reminded that there are many who are going to believe the devil rather than the Lord. Think about that. What, there's, a, there is a, there's not a clearer contrast than Christ and Satan. Revelation 12, 9 says, And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil, and Satan which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. The scripture says that he deceiveth the whole world. How does he do it? By fake news. He's going to say he's somebody he's not. He's going to say Christ is it who he says he is? Uh, he's, there's going to be said, there, there's consequences that really are not the reality. Revelation 13, 14, And deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth, that they should make an image to the beast which had the wound by a sword and did live. Uh, in Revelation 20, verse 3, verse 8 and 10, uh, we read, And cast him into the bottomless pit, and shut him up, and set a seal upon him, that he should deceive the nations no more. Uh, we're reminded throughout the New Testament, there are warnings about fake news. We've seen that Jesus reminded his disciples that there are going to be some who come, and they're going to say there's somebody they're not. In order to do that, they're going to have to say things that are not true. We're reminded that in the book of Revelation, we're told that Satan, that there are many going to believe him over Christ. And then throughout the New Testament, there are warnings about fake news. Paul warned Timothy that the time would come when people would not listen to sound doctrine, but instead would follow their carnal desires. They would even seek teachers who would tell them fake news. They had the desire for the itching ears to tell them things that are not true. And by the way, I don't think I have to remind you this, but I will remind all of us tonight, truth is the Word of God. Everything must be compared to the Word of God. I don't care if you slap church on it. I don't care if you slap Baptist on it. Somebody slaps the word Baptist on it. I don't care if they, whatever the, uh, religion says or man says that this is of God, if it's contrary or contradicts this book, it is fake news. You have to compare what people say to the truth. It's amazing. A lot of these, uh, who, who, these so-called churches, who uh, they're, they're in these cults and they're in these uh, emerging type churches, and they get up and say things that are contrary to the Word of God. They would even criticize the newscaster for, for say, uh, uh, propagating fake news when they're doing the same thing. If it's contrary to the Word of God, it is fake news. It is not reality. 
We, see, we of course, see this in 2 Timothy 4, verse 3 and 4, but also in 2 Timothy 2, 16 through 18, Paul warns Timothy to avoid profane and foolish discussions, but shun profane and vain babblings, for they will increase unto more ungodliness. In 2 Peter 2, 1 through 3, Peter warns of false teachers who would propagate their false news. But there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you, who privily shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that bought them, and bring upon themselves swift destruction. And many shall follow their pernicious ways, by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. And through covetousness shall they with feign words make merchandise of you, whose judgment now of a long time lingereth not, and their damnation slumbereth not. You ought to write that reference down, Second Peter 2, 1 through 3, because I don't have time to really dissect that other than just to remind you very quickly, there's going to be false prophets among the people. They're going to bring in heresies, even denying the Lord that bought them. How did he buy them? With the blood of Christ. <clears throat> That's why you see some who grew up in a church like the Emmanuel Baptist Church, and they turn and they recant and they reject everything they've ever been taught. What are they doing? They're rejecting the very God that bought them. Now, they can't lose their salvation if they're saved, but we have a prophetic thing taking place in our midst today. What is going to happen? They've, they have the truth, but yet they're going to choose to listen and believe Fake news. Perhaps the most blatant example of fake news uh, took place in the life of our Lord. Time and time again, the Pharisees falsely reported allegations against the Savior. People who once followed after Jesus because of his miracles sought for his crucifixion because of fake news. Think about this. That crowd that chanted crucify him were some of the same ones who followed him. And because of fake news, through false witnesses, through a, through a crooked government court, the same people are now chanting, crucify him. It was not uh, anything Christ did. It was fake news. It was fake news that freed Barabbas. Fake news helped crucify Jesus. Yes, it was fake news that led to the trial and the ultimate conviction of Christ. In Scripture, there are more than 30 examples of fake news used against Christ. And if you think fake news was created for our president, it was not. It started a long, long time ago. If you read after the crucifixion of Christ, all of those chief priests get together and they say, what are we going to say just in case he really is the Christ and he does come out of that grave. Let's get our story straight now. And so we can set the narrative. There's no new thing under the sun. That's why you and I have always got to look through what goes on in our world uh, through the lens of, the, of Scripture, not, not conservative, not liberal, uh, not Republican, not Democrat, but what does the Bible say? What is going on in our world? It's the same play, it's just different actors. There's no new thing under the sun. Uh, that's why, uh, you know, who, what, what's been the brightest light of the gospel uh, over the last uh, century? It's been the United States of America. 
Uh, what is the last bastion of freedom in our nation? It's the United States of America. What has the fall before the Antichrist could, rises to power? It's the United States of America. Uh, there, there's one pulling the strings of this, and I've touched on this later, and it is Satan himself. He's using fake news like he did before. He'll use it again. That's why we have generations of Christians who've been deceived by fake news saying it doesn't matter how you live. Doesn't matter if you even go to church. It doesn't matter if you, if you if you even know you have the word of God. It is fake news, and, and so many people have been willing to accept it. But Christians must be discerning of fake news regarding the gospel. Many have taken the good news of the gospel and distorted it for their ideals, thus perverting God's truth. The gospel is our good news, but all good news is susceptible to being twisted. What is truly good news can quickly become fake news when certain details are omitted or added. I don't know if you, how much you watch what goes on in our media, in our, in our, in our, in our society right now, but one of the, 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 the great, greatest tricks they use is giving partial stories, partial quotes. You know, and so uh, there's some truth in it, but they change it a little bit. Uh, that's nothing new. Uh, it's not just the media that gives fake news either. Um, and we have to be very, very careful that when it comes to the gospel, we understand that's why it is important that we are doctrinally sound. That's why it's important that we stick exactly to this book because you cannot take a little bit of leaven without, 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 without desecrating the whole truth and change it into fake news. Cults are an example of this. Uh, any belief that salvation is anything other than by the grace of, of God is fake news. Uh, well, a priest can absolve you of your sins. That's fake news. Well, when you die, you, can go to pur- you go to purgatory. That's fake news. Somebody can pray you out. Oh, that's fake news. Oh, you, you become a, 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 a martyr. Then you go to paradise. And, 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 you, and you tell however many people you, you want to kill the infidels. That's fake news. Uh, anything that adds anything to salvation by grace is fake news. Fake news is used by Satan to deceive people so that they will not turn to Christ. People with an agenda use fake news as a means of accomplishing their purpose. Satan has been doing this from the beginning of time. His fake news is part of his, this plan to fight against Christ. Uh, that's what we have to keep in mind. I said at the beginning that it's not conservative liberal as much as it is good versus evil. Uh, you say, well, well, who's it? You know, most of you probably know there was a debate last night. Uh, you know, you say, well, well, who, that middle voter, who, there, there's no middle voter. If, if by now you can't discern uh, babies that are born, it's okay to abort them. Uh, you can't discern where you're going to vote on that. On that. Um, and just abortion in general. There's no middle. It's good versus evil. Uh, and it's fake news that Satan uses to deceive people. Uh, God sometimes uses, is, uses fake news to delude those who have rejected truth. The day is going to come. I'm going to read the scripture in just a moment. I, I think it's playing out. We see what's take, going place in our, in, our, in our nation right now. There's some who reject truth. God is going to allow them to believe the fake news. There are some who hear what the fake that's obvious. Here's, here's evidence against it. Well, I don't believe the evidence. I believe what this person's saying because 
These people are bad. Why? Because they've rejected truth. Somebody who rejects the fact that God is the creator of all things and believes that man has evolved and will not look at any, anything of that, they rejected the truth. Uh, someone who would tell you, though I'm an atheist, I don't believe there's a God. They've rejected the truth. So Isaiah 66.4 says, I also will choose their delusions and will bring their fears upon them. Some of these people who really think the world's going to end in in so many years because of global warming, they really believe that. Uh, Some of these people you cannot talk to about abortion. You can't talk to them about, I don't like calling it abortion, about baby murder. You can't talk to them about uh, any of these things. They believe it. How could somebody possibly believe that? Because when you reject the truth, God says, I'll choose your delusion. Because when I called, none did answer. When I spake, they did not hear, but they did evil before mine eyes and chose that in which I delighted not. For 2 Thessalonians 2, verse 8 through 11 says, And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the work of Satan with all power and signs and lying, signs and lying wonders, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not... The love of the truth that they might be saved. It's a big deal when you reject the gospel. It's a big deal when you reject the truth that Jesus died. And America is blessed because of what God has allowed to take place. The freedom to preach the word of God through the centuries. The freedom to start churches. This whole nation was founded on the freedom to worship God as we see fit and to reject some of the greatest, the greatest, some of the greatest uh, preachers and churches have been built on, in our nation in the last hundred years, two hundred years, and now you have a movement to reject that. It's a serious thing because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they shall believe a lie. You ever looked at at some of these these fake news and people who believe all these preposterous things about these issues today and said they're delusional? They are. It's because they've rejected God as their creator. They've rejected God as their authority. They've rejected the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, And God says, I'll send you strong delusion that they should believe a lie. Job 12, 16, with him is strength and wisdom. The deceived and the deceiver are his. Now, I've laid all of that, and I read through that scripture very quickly. I'm going to get to the outline with the time we have remaining. But I want us to understand something. The devil has used the same tactics since the Garden of Eden. Uh, And it's fake news. This is why, you say, Pastor, why, 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 are you, why are you bringing a Bible study on this? Well, one, it's very pertinent to what's going on in our nation now. But I want you to see what's behind it, and I want you to see the importance that you and I have to the truth. This is where in our nation, us getting away from Bible-preaching churches has affected our nation. I don't know if you recall this a couple years ago when I taught on the Emerging Church on Wednesday nights. 
I mentioned it several times, but specifically during one of the, the studies, I talked about how all of these social issues are pushed in these emerging churches. They're, these emerging churches that you see, they're pro-abortion. They're pro-same-sex marriage. All these liberal issues in the name of, oh, we're getting our worship on, we're worshiping God. Those emerging type churches are the scourge of our nation because they've rejected the truth and God has allowed them to be believe a lie. They're turned to a strong delusion because they have rejected God. If you'll reject God as your creator, you'll reject the fact that God's the giver of life. Uh, and that's what we see taking place. We have a responsibility to the truth. Now, I'm going to mention four groups of people who are involved or affected by fake news. Are you ready? There's number one, there's those who propagate fake news. People who report fake news have their agenda. Moreover, justifying using fake news. Now, in this political world we live in, especially right now, uh, everything is heightened, as it has been for the last four years. Um, there is fake news. You do what you want to do, but I, I make it a practice of not to believe anything the media says. They have an agenda. It is an anti-American agenda. Uh, you've, got to, you've got to be careful what people tell you. And please, please, don't get your information off of Facebook political, spiritual, or otherwise. Uh, there are some who have an agenda, therefore they propagate fake news. Their end justifies their means. They have a place they want, whatever that situation, they have an end that they want to get to, and they'll justify the means to get there. Uh, there's a lot of quote-unquote preachers who use fake news because they have a place they want to take their church. They have an end that they want to get to. And they'll twist, they'll use partial truths to get to an end. And this is those who propagate fake news. Uh, let me give you a warning tonight. Beware of those whose plans to destroy truth by using fake news. There are some who do not propagate it, but they'll certainly use it. They'll take advantage of it. Their deceitfulness deceives themselves, and their end will be destruction. You ever be around, you ever see somebody who lies so much that, that you could never convince them that they, they, they are lying? Maybe you're thinking of your child right now. I don't know. But certainly we're talking in the context of fake news, and there's, there's some fake news. It's like, here's the, here's the facts. And it's like, those facts do not exist. What I have said is the truth, is the truth, and it is not. Their deceitfulness deceives themselves. Let me remind you that God even says, if you reject me, you reject Christ, you reject the truth, I'll, I'll turn you over to a strong delusion. Satan is called the father of lies. Do we, do we remember that? He uses fake news as a tool of destruction. We, we fail to, to remember that his agenda is clearly stated in Scripture. 
He seeks whom he may devour. Interesting question. Is, is Satan a deceiver or is Satan deceived? He's both. Deceivers are themselves deceived. Uh, don't miss this. Deep in the heart of the deceiver is a realization that they are not reporting the truth. Anybody who says that they're an atheist and they don't believe in God, deep down in there they know there's a God. Nobody marches against the Easter bunny. Nobody marches or burns things down and curses people who believe in Santa Claus. Have you noticed the difference in an atheist? It's because deep down they know. No matter what they tell you, they know. But they're used to propagating that fake news. You look at some of the fake news that takes place in our day-to-day uh, in the political world. Um, there are some who I believe they think they're doing a noble thing, and they, they know they're not telling the truth, and they think they're doing a noble thing because they think uh, this needs to be told and this needs to be said because they're trying to get uh, our, peop- uh, our nation to a, from point A to point B. They propagate fake news. Don't be somebody who propagates fake news. And this subject of fake news is not new. It's good to remind us that Satan has been deceiving people from the beginning of time, and he's going to continue to do so. It's a good time to remind us that there's some things that we just shouldn't repeat anyway. There's some things we shouldn't listen to. There's some, some things that we, should, we ought to guard ourselves. So there are those who propagate fake news. Then the second group of people tonight are those who believe fake news. Pay very close attention to this. Solomon admonished his son to be wise and not simple. Simple people are those who are willing to accept information without verifying it according to the truth. Again, I ask you, do you ever scratch your head and say, how can people believe that? How can people, when, when, when this politician says this or, or this, this, this media member says this, how in the world can anybody believe that? We just saw with our own eyes. I just heard with my own ears. How can anybody believe that? There are those who believe fake news. It's because they're simple. They don't have discernment. That's why Solomon admonished his son to be wise and not simple. What sounds good becomes truth regardless of its contradiction because fake news appeals to the flesh. If it seems good, we believe it. Or if it fits the narrative of a prejudice that we have. If it fits a prejudice that we have, then we believe it. We've got to be very, very careful of this. Political world, spiritual world, we deal with each other. There's some things people can say, and, and it's because somebody you like and you care about and you believe in, you'd never believe it. But if you already got a prejudice towards them, that's got to be true. Uh, there are those who believe fake news. The multitudes followed Jesus because of how he made them feel. He was the truth. They followed him as long as he made them feel good or gave them hope. The same multitudes turned against him because of the fake news propagated by religious leaders. Imagine these people rejecting the truth, the one who was the truth for the fake news of fraudulent religious leaders. Think about that. They were in Christ's presence. He is the truth. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. They saw the work that he did, but yet you have the religious leaders of that day propagating fake news, and some still believed them. 
Uh, there are those who believe fake news. People, why is it? Because people still reject the truth because Satan is a deceiver. Let me give all of us a warning. No one should consider themselves immune to being deceived. Well, there's just no way I can be deceived. We've got to be very careful with that, that pride. It's okay, parents, it's okay for you to be suspicious about things that just go on in this world. Something new comes on, go ahead, comes out, go ahead and automatically be suspicious of it. You know, if a new app comes out, I'm automatically suspicious of it. A new life, a way, way of life, be suspicious of it. Well, everybody is saying it's okay. We have, to, we have a responsibility. We're not immune to being deceived. It is our responsibility to use discernment. Uh, that's why you need to know your Bible. Because you can be deceived. You need to stay close to the Lord because you can be deceived. Uh, so we said, first of all, those who propagate fake news. Second of all, those who believe fake news. Third, there's those who expose fake news. I'll have to use our president as an example because he kind of got this whole fake news narrative started. When President Trump labels a reporter as fake news, have you noticed that it does not change their methods or message? I remember after the last election, it was a day or two after he was elected, he had press conference as president-elect, and right out, of the, right out of the gate, he wouldn't take a question. He says, no, you're fake news. You're not taking the question. I might have had a little grin on my face and may have cheered when he said that, but but you didn't notice something. It, it didn't change them. If anything, they doubled down. If anything, they continue to do it in a greater way. It brings the opposite effect. Just see, Let me tell you why I mentioned that. Because just as Jesus was crucified, his disciples were persecuted, in most cases martyred. And who was it that exposed the fake news of religion? It was Christ. Who was it that came and said, that you don't need the law because I'm here? Who is it that said just, I'm the way, the truth, and the life? Who is the one who said, thy sins be forgiven thee? Who is the one that when he got up and taught in the temple, they rejected him? They ran him out because he said he was the Messiah. He exposed the fake news of the religion of that day, and they did not change. What did they do? They crucified him. Because you have to understand what is behind it. When we expose fake news, we must expect to be rejected, in some cases persecuted. Um, don't forget, be reminded in this day that if we stand on this truth, if we stand for truth, which we do, this, is, this, this book right here is truth. Fox News isn't truth. CNN certainly isn't truth. Rush Limbaugh is not truth. Whoever you want to name is not truth. The Word of God is truth. 
That is truth. Uh, we stand on truth. So everything that is contrary to the Bible, we're, not more, we're, we're less concerned about being politically correct than we are being scripturally correct. And in order to say this is truth is to say everything that is not this is error. And as we know, there are those in our world and our nation that do not like to be told that that which they are believing in is wrong. And so do not be surprised if those who stand and say this is truth, Christ is truth, He's the only way to heaven, for some not to be too fond of that message. And I remind you what Jesus reminded his disciples. If they'll do this to me, they're going to do much worse to you. It's because those who expose fake news, that which is not true, perhaps the most blatant example of fake news, of course, took place in the life of our Lord. Time and time again, he was the object of that fake news. So there are those who expose the fake news. We said, number one, we said those who propagate fake news. Number two, those who believe fake news. Number three, those who expose fake news. And when we expose fake news, we must expect to be rejected, in some cases persecuted. But then there are those who are the, as we said, the object of fake news. Jesus was the object of fake news. That's number four, those who are the object of fake news. Jesus was an object of fake news. Though many lies were perpetrated about him, he accomplished God's purpose. The Bible tells us that those who are the object of fake news are blessed. You think about what was said about our Lord. Think about it. Think about what was said about him. Because he was the object of fake news. Think about what would have been said about Mary. Think about it. Don't be surprised. Uh, the devil's been using the same tricks, the same methods of fake news. You don't think there was whispers about Mary? Absolutely there was. You don't think people talk behind Joseph's back? What do you think those Pharisees did to try and limit the message of Jesus? What kind of stories do you think and things could have been come up with and names that they would have called him? And yet we think we have it difficult because somebody says something unkind about us because of our stand. This is not, there's nothing new under the sun. There are those who propagate it. There's those who believe it. There are those who expose it. There are those who are the object of it. And those who are the object of it Jesus set the example. He just went about doing his father's business. Another example of Joseph. Joseph was never exonerated. 
but God raised him up in a position he would never have gained otherwise. If you want the blessings of God, Christian, listen to this. If you want the blessings of God, you must be willing to accept the lies of man. If you know Baptist history, the worst things in the world, you think it's bad for Baptists now? Go back centuries. Uh, if there's any reparations that should be given, I think it's the Catholic Church that I give it to Baptist people. Because of the murder of tens of thousands. Baptist. The murder of children. Because mom and dad would not baptize them as an infant. Uh, if you want the blessings of God, you must be willing to accept the lies of man. Let me give a word of warning to us and we'll be done. I've moved very, very quickly through this. I hope I haven't given you too much information too fast. Some Christians are appalled when they read fake news about conservative politicians. I'm just going to tell you, I, I get tired of the disparaging comments made about the president. If, 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 if for, I didn't like the previous president, but there, there ought to be a measure of respect for the office. And I'll just confess it to you. Is it, is it okay? You, you all can be my priest tonight. How about that? The Lord had to deal with my heart about our previous president. Deal with my heart about our previous president. Because I caught myself many times saying things that I probably should not have said. That's me confessing my sin. But I get tired of it. I get, it's, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. But sometimes those that get upset about what is said about the president are the biggest gossips among Christians. We have to be very, very careful. And you can let your mind go wherever you want to go with that. You can let the Holy Spirit bring your thoughts to whatever you, He brings it to tonight. But there are, there's, a, there's a lot going on in our world, in the political world. There's a lot going on in our spiritual world as well. And you tie all this in together... Because there's a lot of individuals who grew up in churches just like this when they had the Word of God. They have rebelled, and now they live to spread fake news about those that stand with the truth. The responsibility of knowing the truth is not upon the one telling the story. The burden is upon the hearer. Don't forget that. And if there's something you don't need to hear, that's why I don't, I don't, I, I have, I have a hard time staying plugged into the political theater. I keep up with it so that I'm informed, but just, I don't need that with my spirit. I just, I just don't need it. Um, I just, I want to stay informed, but I don't want to stay too involved because, you know, I, I don't want to throw things. That's probably not a good thing to do. 
we got to be careful what we even expose ourselves to. And there's an old, there's an, if, you, if you read history and you study history, this is, this is, there's no new thing under the sun. If you tell a lie long enough and big enough, eventually people will believe you. We've got to be very, very careful of what we expose ourselves to. Um, don't get your news from places that is not, are not credible, whether it's political or otherwise. We have a responsibility. Discernment is needed more today than ever. And let me just say this. Social media has made fake news much easier to perpetrate. Much easier. I mean, a lie can be around the world in, in half a second. And, and I'll, 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 say this, I'll say this, you know, and just because I know we have those that are tra- training for the ministry here. I mean, we used to have preachers who preached to their people about the long-tongued woman gossiping, but now the long tongues are in the pulpit. It, it, it's a shame. Um, we need discernment. Social media has made fake news much easier to perpetuate. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets are going out into the world. 1 John 4, 1. As we get closer to Christ's return, that the same the tools that Satan has used He's going to use, I think you could probably see what's going on in our world even this year. That when the time comes and we're raptured out, the the, the Antichrist takes control of this world and he says, take the mark, people will be lining up to take it. Lining up to take it. How can people believe? God has told us. Because when you reject the truth, He will turn you over to a strong delusion. We've got to be very, very careful. We're warned. Christ warned us. The day's going to come. There are going to be people who say, I'm, I'm from Him. I'm from God. And what do we do? We don't just believe Him. That's why this, this can apply... Uh, you know, in the Christian bookstore, there's a lot of fake news in the so-called Christian bookstore. You got to have some discernment to figure out what is truth and what is error. Uh, that's why I would say, stay in your Bible, stay in the Word of God, align everything with Scripture, because this is this is the only truth that we have. And so, uh, a, a little bit unusual Bible study tonight, but I think it certainly. Uh, may help us in the world that we live in. Uh, if you've never heard the term fake news before tonight, I'm not sure where you've been. Uh, but uh, uh, there, there's a lot of it out there. The responsibility is on us. Um, from a very practical standpoint, the reason why a lot of things are taking place in our, in our country, and our country is being transformed in a lot of ways, is because... People have no clue what our history is. No clue. 
We're a democracy. No, we're not. We're a constitutional republic. There's a big difference. If people understood some things that have taken place in our nation, the founding of our nation, some things that have taken place at pivotal times in our nation, the purpose of three branches of government, just simple things like that that I learned in fourth grade. If people read history and knew history, well, what's happening in, in, in our nation as a whole, we don't know our own history. So then a slick politician of either party can get up and say, we're going to do this and this and this, and nobody knows. That goes against everything that we know. You say, well, is that constitutional? What's the Constitution? There are things being introduced, and you you could find things with both parties that are not constitutional. And people just, oh, whatever, because people don't know the importance of the Constitution. They don't, they don't know we're supposed to live by the Constitution. Now, I'm only saying that to make this. The same thing is going on in the spiritual world. Because we don't know our Bible. We don't know that document that we're all supposed to live by. That we're supposed to judge everything else by. And so it's important for us as Christians to know. Um, I know a lot of saved people who are in a cult tonight. You can Mormon, you can name one of those others. They're in one of these emerging churches, which is a cult. Um, and I believe they're saved. So how'd they end up there? They listen to fake, they believe fake news. They rejected truth, and now they, they're delusional. You can show them a verse of Scripture, and it means nothing to them. How, how, how do they get there? It's fake news. That's why you and I have got to know this book so that when we hear it, we know that's not right. That, that's not what it is. That's not reality. So uh, let's stick with the Word of God.